I want to kill her so bad. I want to do like the Muslims and chop her fucking head off and make a video out of it. Kane is in the building. What the fuck is up and welcome to Phantasm Podcast. I'm Corey Gorkreis with me, Dr. Vincent West. Hey, how are you? I'm fantastic. And folks, we would like to cordially welcome you to our annual Holiday Hatred episode. Uh, last year, what did we do last year? We did the Jamie Lee Curtis movie, Stacy Keach. What was that movie? Is that what we did? Yeah, the one with the semi-truck. What, what the fuck's that movie called? Is that really what we did last year? I thought that was like a couple years ago. No, that was last year. Had to have been. Huh. Maybe it was 2019, I don't know. I think that was 2019, bro. What was that movie called? I don't know. Can't think of it to save my life. I own it. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I'm going to look real quick because I'm confused now. Let's see. We didn't do that last year. That had to have been... That had to have been 19. Uh, let's see. Uh, last year we did... the fuck is that? Secret Santa. Right. That's weird. From 2016, a C movie. Yep. God, I don't remember that at all. Isn't that crazy? I don't even remember doing that. It's here, though. I'm looking at it. I would have to concur with that. I don't even remember watching yeah, I don't either. Uh, I'm just being honest. 2020 was a blur to everybody, so it's no surprise, really. But when did we do... What was the name of that fucking other one? So my apologies on that. That just shows, you know, when to 2021 now. Still feels like we're in 2020, to be honest. Um, I don't know what that other episode was, but it, it's... It's on here somewhere. But anyways... Uh, what we have today is a sequel to one of our favorite holiday films. Doctor not being a holiday film fan, generally. But if it involves an axe and killing people on the holidays, you can bet the Doctor enjoys it. I mean... Uh, Road Games was the name of the title. Yeah, that had to be like 19 or 18. That was 2019, and it featured, uh, Eric of Gate Creeper, as well as, uh... Sonny and Luca of Necrot. So those interviews were involved with that. So we appreciate anyone that listened to that, supported those bands. That was a fun little show we went to. Um, but yeah, the film we have today, I'll let the doctor introduce this one, courtesy of our friends at Tubi, the free streaming app available on all streaming platforms and mobile devices. Yeah, we are watching Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. film that shocked a nation by breaking all the rules. It's Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. The continuing blood-curdling saga of the story so controversial, it can only be told on home video. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. 
Santa's back, and he's mighty miffed at the naughty nun who drove his demented brother on a murderous rampage that made headlines across the country. Now, step by step, weapon by weapon, victim by victim, Santa's gonna finish what his brother started. So you better watch out, you better not pout, because Santa Claus is coming to your town, and he knows who's been naughty and who's been nice. Hold on tight for the sequel that'll chill you through your very soul. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. 1987. Uh, this movie might as well be a C movie. It's a very, just... It's a bizarre movie. Uh, the character played by Eric Freeman, uh, who is nothing short of an Academy Award-winning performance in this movie, um, is very iconic for being so bad that it's good but this especially this part right here i don't know i don't know why we've never done this movie either it's kind of weird it's hilarious um actually on youtube you can look up silent night deadly night 2 eyebrow compilation and i might ruin the film for a lot of people but it's the first thing i noticed and it's what makes me love this movie is that whenever he talks he moves his eyebrows while he i don't know what if it's like he does it on purpose as part of his acting or he's just bad at acting and he doesn't realize he's moving his eyebrows when he talks i don't know but you'll not know. a misreal to real recording devices all right it's cool i wish that's what we had instead of this shit laptop analog recording stuff is something that i i truly do think in in whether it's music or movies and stuff i miss all of the classic it still sounds the there's best. A, too. There's something organic and amazing about all of it that's that's lost with today's. I agree. Stuff. So. I mean, if you find that stuff, it's still like usable. You know, it's something where if I saw it out at a antique store or like a flea market or something like that, I'd be like, "Oh shit, that's twenty bucks. I'll take it." You know, some like real to real. I mean, that shit. Buy that shit up. You won't find it for twenty bucks. That shit still costs money, but. Well, yeah, the Tubi said that this was standard definition. It totally is in this scene. But I think it's just choppy because this is... The picture on my screen is, is, is the, the Screen Factory Blu-ray that Wheelchair yeah. Tucker and I watched. It's so. good, but there's like a couple grainy scenes so far, like shots anyway. But this still looks fine. Um, yeah, I don't know if he plays the same character from the original film. I'm going to look up the, the thing here. I think this is... He's the brother of Billy, if I'm not mistaken. From the first film, the killer from the first movie. I don't movie. know, I always get confused. Uh, let's see, it's the sequel, 1984, Silent Eye, Deadly Night. Um, its plot focuses on Ricky Caldwell, the brother of Billy. So, yeah. And his own trauma regarding his parents' Christmas Eve murders, which triggers his own killing spree. The film relies heavily on flashbacks, utilizing approximately 40 minutes of archive footage from the original film. Which is awesome, so we'll see a lot of that. It is the only Silent Night, Deadly Night film to not be released in November. It was released in April, which is weird. Um, yeah, the Ricky Caldwell was the 18-year-old brother, first film's killer, now being held in a mental hospital, sentenced there for life after a trial he had for a series of murders that he committed. While being interviewed by the psychiatrist, Dr. Henry Bloom, Ricky tells a story of the murders his brother Billy committed throughout a series of several flashbacks using footage from the original film. 
These fi- uh, flashbacks have new shots to make Ricky appear in more of Billy's original story. So that's pretty much the, the start of it here. So it's very, uh, it's very cool. There's a lot of stuff, mainly from the first film. That's pretty much what this movie is, which is awesome if you're a fan of the first film. It just goes through him talking about all these points, I guess. But if you notice the eyebrows, I think it's hilarious. But it also sh- it also shows him killing people eventually in this film. I think after this scene where he does all the so the eyebrows oh. it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> There's an eyebrow compilation on YouTube. It's about like seven minutes long or something. It's all the eyebrow shots. It's hysterical. Um, if anyone isn't familiar with this movie, they might be familiar with this the garbage day scene. We'll get to that when it shows up, but I know that's like what a lot of people know this movie. If they've never seen it, they know that scene. I think even uh, Fright Rags had a Garbage Day t-shirt, which is pretty funny. So this must be little... Unless it's, this is just some normal family. I, I would say that that's Billy and Ricky in this car here. Before eventually they get brutally murdered when he's an adult. <clears throat> Naughty! Naughty! Speaking of naughty list, we're going to present a naughty list of our own. Well, it's more Dr. West naughty list. When you're on Dr. West naughty list, there's not much hope left for you. So part of our holiday hatred here, I'm going to let Dr. West take the wing here and uh, go over some things for this holiday season. think this is something we we've never really I guess it happens over time if you put some type of and whether people want to consider what we do art or not it is and I don't really care what people think about it it's it the worst part is is when you do something and you're you're doing it for free because Corey and I do not get paid Alright, there's no Santa Claus coming when, we, when we first started doing the podcast here and there we would have someone leave a nasty comment on a, on our Facebook page or whatever which people don't seem to even know exists I don't know how we're kind of still where we're at with that after all these years but it, whatever because I know there's more people that listen to us than acknowledge our existence which I, it's frustrating but when I have a friend do an interview and that friend is Erie Vaughn. And then he's kind enough to share everything that we've done. You this, know. This is a perfect scene for this, the opening to the original film. It's awesome. Continue. You know, it was really sweet of him to, to share it, and he did. It's very morbid. And then... Yeah, it is morbid, because he's like, let me see your tits, and then I'm going to stab you. <laughs> it's the... The first film, love the first film. So there's a it's lot of so that. good, yeah. 
But for those of you who don't, it's the opening to the original film. So if you've not seen this one, there is a lot of heavy spoiler alerts. If you just skip to the second film, it'll it'll definitely make you want to watch the original. But anyway, continue. Kind enough to do an interview with me, and we just sat and just talked, and I recorded it. I didn't have to do that. I did because I wanted to share with you guys. It was supposed to be Halloween. Here we go. Yeah. And then he shares it, and then some numb nuts. <laughs> that follows him for either Sam Hain or Danzig or whatever reason, you know, has the audacity to go on our page, which you will no longer be able to do this because comments are now removed on any interview that I do with anybody. I don't care who it is I'm interviewing. Yep, you will never the, have access to this again. You got the Phantasm Firewall. Yep, it is gone. Also, I didn't tell you this, but... Uh... YouTube has done, <clears throat> they've essentially removed the dislike button. Like, you can dislike stuff, but only we can see it. It's no longer displayed. So if you want to dislike stuff to be an asshole, it's no longer displayed on YouTube on any page. It is only... Well, that was nice of them to do that. It only goes to the user that can see if it's disliked, but if you go on a, on a as a public person on the page... You will not see it like any dislikes on a on a post or on a video. So nice. Before try I went any further with this, I want to tell you guys that because really you're just being a dick if you hit a dislike button on something like really correct. And if you comment on something and critique people or you're a fucking asshole, it you know like Sky Whale and those kinds of people, it, you're just wasting your time. You know at this point. <clears throat> So I want to I want to say that this Erie Bond interview has been viewed on YouTube alone 130 fucking times. That's good. It has 13 likes and no dislikes on it. And I had to have Corey remove comments on it because this cocksucker, and his name is Michael McLean. That's M I C H A E L. M A C L A N E um, had the audacity to leave this comment about my interview with my friend Erie Vaughn. Jesus Christ, bro. bro. I'm 20 minutes in, and I would think Erie was an athlete, bro. I'm a huge Erie Vaughn fan. I'm sure. But please try to pace this better in the future, bro. Thanks. Michael McLean, how would you feel if I came into your house with a flamethrower and burn it down while you were asleep? <laughs> you probably wouldn't appreciate that. Michael McLean, how would you feel I would if when you got it. off work one day, you noticed something in the back seat, and then I took your head off with a fucking axe? Now, Dr. West, you might want to uh, pace yourself when you do it, though. I do, I need to pace myself when murdering Michael McClain. <laughs> the here's, here's the thing, dude. Here's the reality. All, all joking aside, I'm not going to kill you. All joking aside, we're just having fun here at Phantasm. But you have no right so like to go end. onto our fucking page and leave a comment because you didn't like the way that I did something. I've listened to the interview several times. I have too. And the pacing's fine. And do I get a little excited sometimes when I'm talking to certain people? Dude, there's stuff that I would point out to any fan that we have that listens to this podcast 
that my pacing was off in certain interviews when we first started this shit. However, our first interview was with Brian from Vital Remains, their former vocalist. And I think the pacing's pretty good on that, considering Corey and I were both green doing that. But here's the thing. It's not your fucking place to leave a comment. Especially no, I, I didn't some YouTube ask profile. for you to leave a fucking comment. And maybe this is on us because we didn't have the comments turned on before, but no one asked for your goddamn opinion. No. Speaking of, what do you think so of So, Michael McLean, have fun. Have fun living in your grandmother's basement, playing World of Warcraft yeah. with a, you know, a, a game made by a bunch of misogynist douchebags. Mm-hmm. Have fun playing World of Warcraft, whacking off to The Sims, and and leaving comments on other people's hard work. When in reality, you should probably look in the fucking mirror, pop some of your zits, you know, maybe shave, maybe shave that pubic beard off, <laughs> you know, that looks like Cooper Cups, which is the worst <laughs> beard in the NFL. Agreed. And, and maybe just, maybe look at your own life instead of trying to comment on something that I did with my friend, not some guy that you listen to in your pickup truck on the way to your fucking job to pour cement, but nothing against cement workers, but Michael McLean's a piece of rat shit. The reality is, is you had no business leaving a fucking comment on a conversation that I was kind enough to record and share with our audience, which you're not a part of, and you had no business leaving a fucking comment on it. So I just want to just be real clear when I say this, and I'm, I'm done with my rant. Corey, thanks so much for letting me do this. I just want to say, Michael McLean, you can go fuck yourself. So, and happy so that we're clear, Michael McLean can go fuck himself, and you can go fuck yourself, bro. <laughs> and happy holidays from Phantasm. Yeah, and happy holidays from us here at Phantasm. And uh, you know, now is this you in a? In give, a give, and I'm going to end it with this: Be sure, Michael McLean, to give yourself a hand right across your fucking face. There you go. That's what I. That's that's what you need to do. Give yourself a hand right across your fucking face, Michael McLean. You 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 fucking wit prick. <laughs> but people like that, no one, no one on this planet, and I will stop with this: No one on this planet that does any type of art, whether I like it or Corey likes it or the guy down the street likes it, or a postman likes it, or the lunch lady likes it at the fucking high school. It doesn't matter. You have no right to fucking tear someone down because... It, it, and again, you weren't even complaining about the internet. My pacing? What, what, are you a fucking scholar, Michael McClain? Did you? Are you some kind of fucking Harvard scholar? Because I doubt it. No, he's just a YouTube it. troll. And, and we'll end it with this, Michael Michael McLean. I got no, no, Corey doesn't want his fucking six foot tuna toasted. No, I don't. I have an ad, by the way. Okay. Yeah, yeah McLean too. wants so you to get a free good. U.S. cellular smartphone when you get a joint account. Be a Michael McLean. Uh, Corey didn't want his foot long sub toasted. So no, I didn't. Next time when you want to troll me while you're under break at Subway, <laughs> don't. I, I, why, why don't you do me a favor and just toast your face instead? <laughs> you fucking cocksucker. Yeah, you could just just fucking fry up your face. <laughs> you toast that. By the way, are you in the nun outfit and whipping little Michael McClain with his mullet? Because that's pretty <sighs> funny to imagine. Yeah, yeah. I think we could do that. It's little Michael McClain and his mullet. Yeah, I mean, I think I can handle that. His cuck mullet, because he's watching 
like delinquent young adults fuck this commercial is so disturbing what I'm watching it's an ad for, for some vagina medicine and I'm in some woman's vagina you're actually in there like they put you in it they're like this is how it's this ad I'm talking about I think so yeah I think it's popped up on here before I'm actually it's watching a, it's fucking disturbing I'm watching another uh, I actually had another vagina medicine ad and it's for Dawn <laughs> for Dawn Essential this was called sexy. This it, is Dawn Essential. This is Dawn Essential. It wipes out the grease. You can even use it on dishes. You can clean ducks off too when BP oil spills in the ocean. You can clean little duckies off with it. Yeah, they they can use that. Discover. Yeah, it's that stupid how bizarre. That fucking Yeah. How bizarre. How bizarre. Alright, I'm back on. I have it paused. I'm not. I'm, I'm, it's showing me an ad for Ship Station. <laughs> so. How bizarre. How bizarre. I, I didn't know that. I forgot that song existed until you sent it to me the other day. I, I don't know why commercials <laughs> How are bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> commercials are seriously the bane of my fucking existence. They're the bane of everyone's existence, especially me. I'm I'm so glad that most of the time I have never ever watched a commercial minus a restaurant running a special on food. Ever ever watched an ad? I'm back on. All right, I'm on. Sorry, folks. Says you have somebody laying in a bed. Yeah, I'm on there. Kid. Yep, it's Mullet. It's, it's little Michael McLean here. Well, that'd be yeah, that would actually make him cool because he ends up being uh, Billy. But yeah, he's not. He, he's, he works at Subway. Let's, let's just leave him in Subway. He, he was getting whipped by you in a nun outfit, but that wasn't in the movie. It's just funny to imagine you doing. But that. It's funny. But it's yeah. it's it's funnier that it's even funnier that he works at Subway and thinks he needs to tell us how to run this podcast. Right. Again, nothing against people that work at delis or Subway. And we all know but, uh, from Michael our adventures here. Uh, that's what Michael I used McClain's to do. that guy that shows up late because he's been he's been whacking it in Grandma's basement. He's got to get to work and run his mouth on his fucking vape break. Yeah. Which everyone knows that listens to this have listened to Phantasm long enough that that's what I used to do. I was at the sub shop and uh, for years when this podcast was rolling in the early he days. Did. He worked. He worked at Jimmy John's and <laughs> um, he. Uh, he used to make me the uh, the black and blue. It's roast beef with uh, <laughs> blue cheese crumbles. It's quite good, actually. He's fucking decked Santa Claus. Uh, God damn. He's fucking whopped. But, uh, yeah. <clears throat> this is actually you around the holidays. You just walk up and deck Santa Claus. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. So it may actually be a Vincent mullet. Even though usually you're the bowl. I don't think you've ever had a mullet. But. Uh, no, I, I was just a straight bowl. Yeah, and I was too. I was a bowl. I was a bowler back in the day. I had the the Hamel bowl. You had the fog bowl. That's what you had. Yes, that is that is absolutely correct. I had the fog bowl. Um. <laughs> oh, something about these movies make the holidays a little easier. It's nice to have. Cause the holidays are morbid in and of itself. So I was thinking the other day, how some of like the. I mean, you see things through a different lens. When you get older, you lose people. So, like, the other day I was trying to really think of songs that are supposed to be 
or like what Christmas songs I actually like because I am a fan of them, uh, oddly enough. Um, even though I worked in retail and they played it a million times over. Really like the old stuff I don't have a problem with. It's like, what are you talking about? Like Christmas songs. So like, oh, I didn't know you. I did. I had no idea you like Christmas songs. I like some of the old ones. It depends, but like the the newer ones and people that that cover those songs just make me want to puke. I don't want to hear your rendition of Jingle Bells. Like you're, you know, you're not Frank Sinatra. You know, you can, or Bing Crosby or Bon Ives, whatever. Like I, I don't, I don't want to hear it. So one song that's like. Probably the most. I was thinking, like, what's the most morbid Christmas song that's supposed to not? It's supposed to be cheerful and great, but it's just morbid as shit when you deal with things around the holidays, like loss and 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 stuff like that, or people lose their kids and then have to go through the holidays without them, and they pay child support, or like, you know, there, there's all things people don't consider. They just think the holidays are supposed to be this amazing time of year for everybody, and it is for what? children. You know, but as an adult, like there's so much that sucks about it. You know, um, unless you have kids and you're like, oh, but it's just a lot of people have family they don't want to deal with that come into town. You got to deal with people you don't really care for, but you have to pretend that you do. There's a lot of fake and corporate shit that involves the holidays that people see through, and some people don't. Some people really just enjoy it. So the one song. That I really think is just probably the most morbid Christmas song. It's probably the it's the most wonderful time of the year. That song. Okay. It, it's just morbid if you think about it. Because whenever I hear that, it, it it doesn't make me feel good. But it's probably my favorite Christmas song because of how morbid it, it really is. Like if you if you put it through the lens of somebody hearing that in a store walking around. Who had maybe just, you know, lost their job or, you know, are in really bad debt or uh, their fucking family dog just died, you know. They have to walk into a store and hear that song. There's just nothing good about it. It doesn't make you feel happy because it's just like, it's the most wonderful time. Uh, it's it's not. Like, it's 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 really just well, kind of, uh, it's, it's morbid. It's a morbid-ass song. I don't know why people that are not Christian celebrate it. I don't know. I really don't. And I, you know, it's, it's a <clears throat> I grew up in a very religious family, and I... <clears throat> I don't celebrate it. I haven't had a. I haven't been around a Christmas tree in years. Yeah, I haven't been around any of that stuff. God, I haven't seen a Christmas tree in a home. I guess since 2017. Yeah. And then, uh, and you think about that. But, 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 I, the the thing the thing with it is is you know, luckily. If, if I have, and this rarely happens, I couldn't tell you the last time that this happened. If there is a rare moment this year definitely gave me was, if there's a distraction, a big enough distraction, then I forget about the holiday stuff to some degree. Like, it's still there, but if I've got something that I feel distracted by, then I don't have to feel like I'm swimming in it. Yeah. Um. 
and I had that this year, so that that's been nice to where I don't. I'm not really paying attention to the fact that I'm not, you know, <laughs> married. <laughs> well, I don't have people in my life that care about me and like a family. And a, See, and that's you know, the thing with this song. You know, See, here's, and, and I, I'm not. I just I'm not knocking people with those things. I, I just miss the boat on all that stuff. But you know, it's. It, it gets over amplified and I don't want to even get too much far into that but I had something uh, called a PlayStation 5 that has distracted me from all of this crap and there I there you go it's one of our little toys don't uh, it's weird to say but it's it's been a really nice distraction from all this shit it's a big it's expensive pacifier that you got hooked up on and you know yeah, like, yeah it's, it's but it's it doesn't even give you that but it's it's nice to have a distraction from it because normally I'm sure you know and essentially that's and what I Christmas is. I, I think it's, you know... Christmas is like, here's your new distraction. You mean... Cool. I mean, the fact that I have three kids and I'm married to a point star is irrelevant, but I'm just saying that... Right. You know, I... It was nice. The PlayStation 5 was a nice sure. distraction from... Hell yeah, it is. Um, and I, but I, the truth is... is so I've is that really uh, hammer to the head. There you go. I've never really liked... I feel like we're just watching the first film. That's um, what it is. For a while, I've never that. really liked. I haven't. I haven't liked Christmas since I was probably like fourteen. Right, and a lot of people don't, man. You know, there's a lot of morbid shit that comes with the holidays. It's not a great time of year. Well, in music and movies, it is, but in real life, I mean, it can be. But it's so stressful for a lot of people and people with bigger families. I don't know what it is. Know. There's nothing comfortable about it to me. It just gives me anxiety. Right, and that's what a lot of people. You I don't know, know if our listeners are like, but it just gives me anxiety, and and it makes it's something no one really talks about. But it's a more of a. It's, it's probably the worst time of year. I mean, everybody just needs money. Everything's sold out, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, but you have to stuff to buy. It's like you can't buy anything. You can't go anywhere because everything. There's a nice little fucking bow and arrow shot. It's beautiful. I love all, I, I love all the first film stuff. It's great. I guess it's um, weird, but I think I don't know. There's just more negativity to Christmas than if there's you not. Take, if you take any of this COVID stuff and whatever that other variant thing is, and all that, if you take that along with the holidays over the past couple of years, I've right. just kind of lost faith in humanity. I think. Yeah, because people are still out to you know. <sighs> and then this is going to sound weird, but I live my life like I'm living. Forgot like how much titties are in that first in film. The desert, even though I'm surrounded by people. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I'm just trying to survive. I'm not trying to harm anybody. I'm just trying to move through life, and I've been doing that ever since <clears throat> events that happened to me back in 2018. But uh, which I will never get into on here. But I think you. I have learned to just distance myself. There are people that fucking... So, Lania Quigley. There are people that have fucking, you know... Lania Quigley's titties. There you go. And there's people that... Everyone deals with people like that in their life. But the reality is, 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 you know... The holidays are just amplified of other people's evil. You know, I think it's funny that everybody runs around... Oh, this is about Christ. No, it isn't. It's about you showing off in front of your friends and family. Well, it's about this scene right here. It's one of the greatest kills in all of horror. Holiday movies or not. Uh, the Lania Quigley fucking buck antler kill. Here we go. So beautiful. 
It's, they have like some kind of a bust of that or something that I've seen before. Of course, they don't show her getting impaled, but they show her corpse. The uncut version does. Yes, it does. <clears throat> Which is pretty awesome. So they have the. I, they might have that on here. They do have Silent Night Deadly Night. They showed it twice on the list here, so they might have the uncut one. So some kind of joke. Turn around there, hairpiece. Yeah, it's fucking dope. I mean, the thing with it is, is sorry. Anyway, I think you just have to. You know, if people enjoy, you know, this time of year, that's fine. But I, it's it's not something that's for me. I, I hold on to the. It hasn't been since I was like fourteen, fifteen years old. Like I, thirteen. I can't even remember the last time that it actually meant anything to me. It's just, you know, and 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 life experience will change that. I mean, I sure. I mean, I'm happy that I appear to be healthy right now for the holidays. So I mean, I'm thankful for things. If it's if it's supposed to be some kind of mental thing where I go, oh well, I'm happy about this. You know, I am right. I'm happy that I, you know I have my new child, my PlayStation Five in this world, and I. Outside of that, <laughs> you know, I just don't really. I mean, I don't. It is what it is. I mean, everything is just so complicated, and now with <clears throat> this virus stuff, constantly pandemic stuff that just will not go away. Yeah, it just makes everything that much harder on everybody. It makes everything you do that much more. I mean, honestly, when I look at everything that you and I did this year. As friends, just traveling and stuff, you know, you coming down here to visit me in Florida and then us picking me up and we all went to Orlando and whatnot. I mean, all of that stuff was magical. Sure. And I can't believe we pulled it off and didn't get sick. I mean, it's, I feel very, right. I'll come to wood here. I'm very thankful for that. That's same here. So if the holidays are for me to kick back and reflect on that, awesome. You know, it's a beautiful thing. But I agree. If they're not, you know, I mean, it's 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 whatever people want to reflect on. You know, it's I if if you're into all this stuff and you want to binge watch Christmas movies like you do Halloween movies, go for it. I mean, I watch horror movies all year round. I hardly watch any horror movies on Halloween. So, right. You know, I because I don't have to. I watch them all year round. I don't I don't need one day. You know, oh well, Halloween's over, so let me go sell all my Halloween movies. I don't do that. Right. You know, the the, the you know the. <clears throat> well, you figure a lot of people don't really generally watch horror movies unless it is Halloween because they're not really and, into and, horror, and, that, and that's fine. You know, unless you're a horror fan, and, and lots of people like to watch stuff. You know, I I enjoy them, but I'm not trying to get anybody else to. But there's people that are just seasonal with everything that they do. I mean, my right. mom would listen to Christmas music in the middle of June. You know, it's crazy. She loved it. You know, and and that and I, I'm not. I I never wanted to ruin that for her. She loved it. She was so excited. She would get more excited than I would at, at Christmas about stuff when I was a kid. And you know, it's it's you know, I just don't have that in me. Right. I just don't. I, and I guess that's bad. But I I just don't have it. You know. Well, anytime I'm tried to have it for other people. And other things, I just found myself, you know, holding myself instead of that person because they were sure sick or shallow or, or whatever and discarded me. But you know, holidays are just, I think it, I personally find them really difficult to deal with. Yeah, well, I mean, for the most part, they are. And I think, you know, in my situation, I just think, <clears throat> I'm mainly, I, I kind of try to, 
keep my younger self uh, in me somewhere to where Christmas is still like a good thing and it's fun. You know, I, I try to. Hey, man, and, and I try to keep it there. That, it's really it's hard. It's hard to because at the same time, if you, you want to turn me into a child, put in Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown. I was watching it the other night. Fuck yeah, I've got a Blu-ray, and I love that stuff. But it's on. It's on. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. I don't know why that movie turns me into an infant. I can sit there and eat ice cream and and watch TV like a child. Right. And I'm not joking. And I literally did that. I sherbet ice cream and watched Charlie Brown like a child. Yeah. Like a two-year-old child. Through my PlayStation 5. It was amazing. So I think everybody has different nostalgic things that can bring that out. You know, I don't... There's other things that are nostalgia-based that I don't think necessarily makes you a talk that For some reason, that... that that movie, that specific Peanuts film does. Charlie Brown thing, whatever. Right. Um, whatever you're referencing. And there was, oh, it's Peanuts. Whatever. They weren't called that when I was a kid. It was Charlie Brown. Um, in a comic strip, it's too technical about it. But whatever pulls on your heartstrings. The thing is, is there is nothing Christmas related that pulls on my heartstrings. Nothing. And the closest I can get, and I've told you this before, I may have said it on here a few years ago, but the only movie that I can really watch around this time of year where I could kind of slot into like a Christmassy kind of thing is Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah. And and that's about it. Um, the new Spider-Man was a nice holiday, wasn't it? Sure. Oh, yeah. Very much. It was awesome. Got an ad in eight seconds. It, Speaking it. of happy but holidays, the thing is, is, got an ad in four seconds. Ad in four seconds. I've got an ad too. And we're on ad. Priceline. Mine is uh, Airbnb. Um, Airbnb. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's what you're nostalgic for, you know? like Right. And how many things nostalgia? I think I just cling on to the. Whatever I used to be. Well, I mean, you Christmas. like a lot of holiday flicks. There's nothing wrong with it. I just something well, that just I was flicks, I try to. I don't know why. I just I try to wear the. I don't the own sweaters. anything holiday. Like I'm just not into it, man. I I, I don't think I ever have been. I, I really don't. I would be lying to tell you that I was into all this holiday shit. I'm just not into it. It's just not my thing. You know, I, I try to wear like the People sweaters and wear the Santa shit. hats. It's just not, and the music. Yeah. I would rather you blow my head off. <laughs> and for the most part, you know, it's how I am. But it, It's like listening know. to most rap and or country. I would rather just blow my head off. Right. I just, it's just not for me, yeah. you know. Do I like certain country songs? I actually do, believe it or not. May shock some of our audience. It's not modern. There's some good and ones. Then, and then rap stuff, same thing. I like some rap stuff, but I don't listen to a large majority of it. Right. I listen to retro rap stuff, and sure. there's a handful of modern rappers that I thought were kind of cool. But I mean, it's all whatever. But, but do I do I seek this stuff out? No. And is it my thing? No. But right. If it's other people's thing to be into like holiday shit, go for it. it I, I cannot wait till it's January first, second. Excuse me. Yeah, when all the shit's actually gone. I just want it over. I don't want to deal with any of it anymore. I just want it gone. I don't enjoy any of it, you know, and I'm trying, oh, well, you're just a Scrooge, I'm a Scrooge because I'm not fucking somebody and have a bunch of kids and family and all this other, fuck you. Yeah. 
I didn't, I didn't choose how I ended up. I got dealt this. And there's people out there, I bet there's even a few people out there listening to have blood on their hands when concerned with actually with Dr. West. Is yours back on? The reality is I'm not here to point fingers or or blame. I've stood myself up, I've dusted myself off, and I survive Mm -hmm. on my own. Is your movie back on? I do not like fucking any of them. Dr. West, is your movie Uh, back on? Uh, yes. Okay. I had mine paused, I wasn't sure. I apologize, I was looking away. You're good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, it, look, if that's what you're into or whatever, but don't, don't, don't attack other people that have fell on hard times or are not what your cookie cutter ideal of is what a holiday should look like. You know, I mean, right. I never thought I would be in the situation that I've ended up in in my life, but I mean, I am. And you, you do it, you be thankful for what you have, and, and you move forward. It's all you can do, you know? Right, and, and that's every day. That's not just the holidays. You there, is, be nice. there is absolutely zero of anything that I'm excited about, about any of this holiday crap. I can't wait till it's over. I've enjoyed the sales when I was able to purchase a few things for myself um, or given some amazing stuff, thank you very much, or whatever, you know? But as far as that, anything outside of a retail aspect of it, I'm just ready for it to be over with. And oh, you re- well, it's just not for me, you know. I I've had a lot of bad stuff happen in the other years, and it's just dead. You know, you drag it around with you in this holiday crap. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just not you know, not everybody can sit back with their with their fucking family and all this other crap, and then you just look down at everybody that's beneath you. It's like what kind of arrogant ass fucking holiday is that anyway well it's not the way it's supposed you know, to and be and then in these fucking commercials with these there's like this little girl and there's this weird old man that lives next door it's weird because he's by himself and she leaves him some cookies or something or a brownie it's like what is this <laughs> you know and it's some guy in an ad department thinking he's being cute I think he's being you know? wholesome well the, the reality is is you know these people have all this money and stuff. They don't know what. No, I mean, if I, if, if, look, if I had a lot of money, there would be, still maybe no holiday stuff. There'd be a a giant desk minus the cocaine and the automatic <laughs> weapons, and I'd be sitting there like Tony Montana because I just don't <laughs> don't give a fuck. Right. And you get you get hurt enough throughout your life. You just get to where the holidays you're just numb to it. I didn't mean to go around about it. Yeah. So. No, you're good. It's just it's not for me. It's it never has been. Not a long, long time, and it's not ever going to change. And it's and I, I'm I'm fine with that. I don't, you know, it's nice to have distractions during it. You know, like alcohol and PlayStation fives. Right. I don't think about you know the Bucks when they win, and you know, uh, but you know, it's 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 it is what it is. I mean, I don't. You know, I, I guess it's different for people that have families and, and, and parents and, and grandparents and kids and siblings and, you know, grandchildren and et cetera, et cetera, you know. Um, I've got uh, two nieces and a nephew that don't even acknowledge my existence. So, you know, it, it's, you know, it's sad. Yeah. I, that's how I would describe the holidays. They make me angry and they make me sad. Yeah. So. That's just for a lot of people. That's you know, what I was saying. The, it's, uh, it's, th- th- those are the two emotions <laughs> I, I, I battle 
when when I talk to my therapist, yes, Doctor West is in therapy. It's not a goof for a while. I am. I have been for years now, um, going on my third year of it, but third or fourth year of it, I can't remember. Um, Corey would know that, but I think you, you know, a lot of anger, a lot of anxiety, a lot of sadness. That's that's holiday stuff for me. Right, and that's uh, a lot of people in different ways. Um, you know, me included, and a lot of things too. But never do I feel joy or comfort. Right. And like I said, that's what makes a lot of this shit morbid, and a lot of these happy, joy and cheery things. Is, supposed to be this joy and comfort thing. is my co-host Trent from uh, Tired Old Gods podcast, which is going to be coming next year. Him handing me a PlayStation 5. That, that That's comfort and joy. Right. Do I take comfort and joy sitting around eating bunch of people that I don't like catching COVID? Nope. So I don't. So, you know. There you go. It's just, it's, it, it's, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's rough. And I'm not trying to ruin it for anybody else. If holidays are your thing and you like to watch Jingle All the Way and Home Alone and all these other fucking movies and sit around and jack off your family, go for it. You know, I don't care. But I wasn't invited to any of those parties. I wasn't invited to the hockey game, I wasn't invited to the uh, to the movie. I wasn't invited to the dinner party. I wasn't invited, so you know, it's fine. Right, it is what it is. Like I said, lots of folks that listen to this podcast. We appreciate you. And there's other people out there that troll this podcast. And you know who you are. You got Doctor West blood on your hands. That's right. So, yeah, 1987 was an interesting year for this film because you know we're watching this. I feel like we're just watching the first goddamn film. Yeah, it's all pretty much been the first film, which I This I is really bad. This is yeah. a bad movie. Yeah, it's terrible. It's all just... It, it, they fit the motif, though, right? It fit the... Sure, I mean, they show... They pretty much run down the whole first film in 40 minutes, which is exactly what they just did. I mean, this whole 40 minutes has been a rundown of the first film. And now it sets up the brother right here, Ricky, and that's him right there. So they kind of yeah. I want to say something else too while I'm on kind of a rant, and I'm getting away from the holiday thing. But I wanted to send out a special fuck yous greeting, um, and I will keep this professional. But I want to send out a fuck yous greeting to a label that we have dealt with here at Phantasm since we started that has defecated on us in 2021. And it took complete I don't know shit. why. We don't know. And I'm not going to say who they are. I'm going to keep this completely professional because I think it's the best way to do it. However. I don't appreciate it, and, you know, we still try to support some of your artists here and there on our own without your help because you don't give us any help anymore, um, but it would be nice to know why we got blackballed. It would be, I would like to know what we did wrong, um, or or did we not do anything wrong and your staff just sucks? Yeah, I you think know? it's number two more. Do what? I think it's more of number two for sure. Well, whatever it was, it was unprofessional, and, and we've been very professional, even though we don't get paid over the years. And you know, I've dealt with some very unprofessional folks in my lifetime, but you know, it, it's kind of like uh, Michael McLean. Some people just, some people just need to have their fucking teeth knocked out of their fucking head. You know, I mean, I. There's no nice way to say it. You know, if you're just a piece of rat shit, then you're just a piece of fucking garbage rat shit. That's all you are. 
Right. And I've no news for you. And but yeah, I hope that label. I hope their fucking uh, their offices burn down, and I hope all their their fucking artists go fuck themselves and die. So yeah, I, fuck you, and you know, fuck your fucking your fucking bullshit and your and your your fake ass stupid label, and you signing a bunch of like has been fucking old rock people to your fucking label. You know, and thanks again for taking away one of the only thrash bands I ever wanted on this podcast. Thanks for giving us that and then taking it away from us in like year one or two of this podcast. Fuck you for that too. Yeah, that was wonderful. You know, it's, like I said, I don't know. I don't know. This is, you know, 2020 had its problems, COVID and everything. And the first half of this year was amazing, but I can literally say from like July 7th on this whole year has been a fucking turd. Yeah. You know, a lot of you people out there listening probably don't know this. I lost my dad this year. My dad died on July 16th of this year, which is really morbid because this is something that Corey doesn't know that I'm about to drop in his lap right now, and I don't want him to edit this. My my buddy Matt died like a day before my dad died back in 2007. Insane. I think I didn't know that, though. I don't think you did know that. Pretty sure I never told anybody that. Hmm. Maybe I did tell you that. I don't know. I think he told me. Either way, you know, it's it's just been a shit year. And and when people, you know, there there's been some there's been some previous guests we've had on this podcast that that have turned their fucking back on on uh, on me. Yeah, and I have no idea why. But sometimes you just have to chalk up that some people are just fucking garbage. I mean, I don't I don't have another explanation for. For our listeners, other than, you know, we try to do our best. You're about to get overrun with content that I did over the last few months. Uh, Corey lost his car. It's a fucking nightmare. Um, yeah, good now, but... Uh, I lost my dad. We had a- He's had some family stuff, too. It's just been a fucking mess. But yeah. we do our best to try to bring this to you. But like I said, the comments option is now gone on all of my content. No longer will you be able to ever leave a fucking comment on anything I ever do. Because the truth is, whether it's good or bad, I don't want to fucking hear it fucking because I don't care. No. You enjoy what we do? Thank you. I don't need I don't need any rhetoric along with it. I don't. And neither does Corey. Corey, Corey doesn't need rhetoric on my content. If he has a problem with my content, he's the only person that I answer to. If I did something where hey, you shouldn't have done that, let's don't do that. We've always been very conscious of that. Right. You know. It's the heart of the fantastic. It's Corey. <laughs> but the reality is, is, you know, he keeps me on point. But I'm not going to be corrected by some troll that came from one of our wonderful guests that were kind enough to share something off of their off of their page because they've heard a Danzig song before. Right. You know, no one invited you to listen to our podcast. He was doing something nice for me by sharing our conversation that he took the time out of his busy day to do with me. You know, agreed. And, and again, if you're not promoting or helping our brand or doing something for us from a, from a business side of it, even though we make no money, but it's still run like a business, then you're, then you're not, you're, you're, you're not helping anything. <coughs> And, you know, That's if you're correct. discarding Dr. West or you're discarding our podcast, then you're asking for it. 
that's fine. Listen to something else. Go listen to fucking Joe Rogan. I could fucking care less. That guy could go fuck himself and die. Go listen to him. I could care less. I don't have I don't have a billionaire fucking amount of money fucking dumped into something. <coughs> we have some fucking woman that goes around and says such shit for us all day. I'll never get to talk to John Carpenter. I'll go to my grave without ever meeting John Carpenter, which sucks. He has him on his podcast. I fuck doesn't care. It's like, oh, we did Halloween. So weird. It's weird. You know, if there's any justice in this world, Conor McGregor would just kill fucking, uh, kill that fuck. He would kill Joe Rogan with like a bunch of fucking hits to the head and just kill him in the fucking ring. <laughs> Goodbye. Good riddance. See you, Joe Rogan. Go fuck yourself. You know? <sighs> if we just get Elon Musk killed somewhere in the mix there too that would be great for me <laughs> yeah you know who you, you all want to know who fucking who that who fucking who that scumbag is he's Hugo Drax he's the villain from fucking Moonraker that's all he is you're out driving his cars and sucking his dick he's some rich white asshole from South Africa correct no thanks you know I don't know. I don't know when Elon Musk and a race culture and all this stuff just started shaking each other's hands, but they they belong together. Yeah, you know, Oddly you all belong together. You belong together in in what I like to call hell. Not a Christian, but you you deserve a bunch of flames, and you deserve to go up in flames. Maybe the fire will silence your fucking your evil ways. I'll fucking hear it anymore. God, what is this? Is this nothing but flashbacks, or is this a this is a new flashback. Yeah, this is actually like his actually his stuff. Film. Yeah, finally. Uh, this we can do altering the future. We've done it a million times for eighty seven, but it's it's got fun stuff on here. If you want to do that, we'll, I'll make it very brief since we've buried. I'll the, pull up some albums for you. Since we've done eighty seven so many times, but for those of you who never know who's listening for the first time, so we'll. We'll give you what we like to call altering the future. Guess what I'm going to do? Though I'm not going to do I'm not going to do metal or rock. I'm going to do just pop. Please, that'd be interesting. I'm just going to run down. I'm going to try and be as quick as possible here. Do some choice cuts. We're altering the future. Altering the future. We'll take you back to the time when this film that we are watching was this year being 1987 we'll take a look around the other movies going on around that time dr west will handle the music end of that pop music this time being pop music uh around 1987 so um i'll just list straight off the movies here a lot of them we've done prince of darkness we've done that one uh the lost boys the full metal jacket we've got hellraiser predator which we've done the running man uh, Spaceballs, Robocop, Overboard, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, Raising Arizona, Over the Top, that's for Dr. West, uh, Evil Dead 2, Monster Squad, that's for Dr. West, Harry and the Hendersons, that's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen, I'm still afraid of that fucking Bigfoot, uh, Dirty Dancing, Good Morning Vietnam, Princess Bride, Summer School, House 2, The Second Story, The Living Daylights, Creep Show 2, uh, what else? Uh, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Well, that's a third. 
Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's a bad movie, but I love I love Chris Reeves' Superman. Uh, bad Taste, Redneck Zombies, The Video Dead, The Howling 3, Slaughterhouse, Return to Horror High, um, Witches of Eastwick, Fatal Attraction, Steel Dawn, which we've done. What else? Anything I'm forgetting here. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Lethal Weapon, which a lot of people consider a Christmas movie. It's weird. Uh, Dragnet. And... Is there anything I forgot? I forgot it, because that's it. That's all I'm... That's my list, right there. Okay, I'm going to burn through this real quick, okay? Yep. I've actually decided to do metal stuff, because the pop stuff is a little overplayed from 87, so I'm not going to do that. Okay. So here we go. This stuff's all over the place. Music 1987. Legacy by Testament. Will Testament ever come on Phantasm again? I hope. I think so. Eric's always been very, very good to us. Uh, It'd be nice if they did. Thank you, Eric. I have and, no and, idea. You know, and, uh, here's your another Phantasm guest. Uh, Boybot's killing technology from 1987. Yeah, you can listen to the Snake interview that Dr. West did earlier this year. It's streaming now. Uh, Persecution Mania from Sodom. Love it. Uh, Under the Sign of the Black Mark from Bathory. Hell yeah. Um, taking Over from Overkill. Oh yeah. Fighting the World from Man of War. It's my mm-hmm. favorite Man of War album. Terrible Certainty from Creator. Shout out to Millie. We'll have, yeah, we'll have him back on. Uh, Schizophrenia from Sepultura. Love it. Uh, the Ultra Violence from Death Angel. It's my favorite Death Angel album. It's good stuff. Uh, Corey's favorite Celtic Frost album, Into the Pandemonium. Absolutely. Uh, Motorhead Rock and Roll. Um, the Eternal Idol from Black Sabbath. Back for the Attack from Dawkin. A little cheese there, but Corey and I enjoy some Dawkin records. Uh, Electric from The Cult. Um, the Randy Rhodes Tribute. Uh, Tell No Tales from TNT. TNT is a hair band from... Uh, I believe they're from, uh, where is TNT from? I want to say they're from Norway. I always liked them, though. Great guitar player. Uh, is it metal? It's not, it's, but it's great. Um, Lizzie Borden, Visual Lies. A lot of people's favorite album from Lizzie Borden. It's my favorite. Um, let's see. Speed Metal Symphony, Cacophony, uh, Jason Becker and Marty Friedman. Love it. Um, Permanent Vacation from Aerosmith. Uh, you're all thinking what's the deal with this well my favorite Aerosmith song Angel is on that thing so and I got to ride this really cool Aerosmith roller coaster that's at Disney we did with my co-host here and I got to hear that song as we were going in and it was fucking rad and every time I hear that song now after fighting through the anxiety in that cage uh getting cattle cart into it you know because I don't like roller coasters uh very awesome so much fun and we got anyway, Love is an Elevator. Amazing, amazing album. Didn't we get uh, Love in an really Elevator? Really their last good album. Uh, but yeah, that song's on it, and we got to hear it as we were going into Ride the Roller Coaster. It was fucking rad. Yeah. Uh, Racing Fear from Armored Saint. Uh, yeah. Thank you, John Bush. You've been on our podcast yeah. a few times. Uh, that's the best Armored Saint record, in my opinion. And, uh, Absolutely. Yeah, a good one. Uh, Raise Your Fist and Yell from Alice Cooper. Uh, let's see here. Love is for Suckers from Twisted Sister. The Garage Days EP from Metallica. I remember buying that when it was brand new. Join the Army from Suicidal Tendencies. 
Hell yeah. Uh, rest in peace from uh, Corner. Uh, Pleasures of the Flesh from Exodus. Uh, let's see here. This again, this is not metal, but the, the self titled Watt Snake album from 1987 is the shit. It's John Spikes is ripping shit up on that guitar wise. It's so good. Just yeah. on every crack on that's amazing. And David Coverdale's vocals are badass. Fuck yeah. Um, so I really love that record. Def Leppard Hysteria. A lot of people thought they sold out on that album. Saw that tour. It was amazing. This last album features Steve Clark on guitar. It's not my favorite Def Leppard record, but it was an amazing concert. Uh, Scream Bloody Gore from Death. Um, you should not do tribute bands to to if it, the if you're not listening to the record, then you're not listening to Chuck. Right. Um, and then uh, Hall of the Mountain King from Sabotage. Some boys from Florida. Good stuff. Uh, rest in peace, Chris Oliva. Oh, love that kill. Great guitar player. Did you see that? Uh, he's got the Umbrella Kill. It's amazing. Um, and then my favorite album from 1987 on Beautiful. this list is going to be uh, Abigail from Kingdom. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. And that's it. That's the list. That's the music. A little winner, winner album. You see the Umbrella Kill. It's beautiful. Covered in innards and now rain. Yeah, it's good shit. Um, so good stuff there. It's actually a really solid list of movies and music. 87 was a really good year. Uh, yeah, we've done it a mean times, but hey. We have. It's fun. To, it's a fun year to reminisce. some stuff out, add some stuff. I don't know. There's, there's always fun it's, stuff. It's a fun, it's a fun year to go. I got an ad in eight seconds. It's actually perfect for the ad. Five seconds, we're zooming into this gore. It's pretty good. Yep, zooming into the gory umbrella. And there we go. Now I got another U.S. Cellular prepaid ad. Mine is K. Julius because if you don't have an, any... any Pussy hole to give a ring to this holiday, then you're a piece of shit. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're garbage. Because every kiss begins with K. Because if you don't have a lover and you're not entangled in someone's life, you don't exist. Because <laughs> every every kiss begins with K, and every every morbid vision I have in my brain comes from these ads. Right. Oh, zero down. You can finance that fucking ring because you're paying for that cooter hole. Yeah. Woo! Pay for that cooter hole. Now I got gifts for him, gifts for her. Now I've got Amazon. I've got the Amazon. This is the Belk ad. Belk Christmas ad. Free, free, free advice from Doctor West right now. Never get a Discover card, and never give them any of your money. Now I do give my money to Capital One. I do have that, and they finance my car. So you know, because what's in my wallet? Usually nothing. After bills. Not shit. But no, I've never had a Discover card. Showed an ad for the NHL that's officially paused right now because of COVID. Yeah, it's a little morbid, Nothing's, too. You can have your winter sports, but, uh, you know, you can have your winter sickness. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. Oh, I wanted to say something else while we're recording. Fuck the New Orleans Saints and their whole fucking fan base. Fuck you, Kirk from Crowbar. Fuck your fucking band. And fuck the fuck the fucking New Orleans Saints. Fuck that fucking football team. Go Bucks. Fire the cannons. Fuck the New Orleans Saints. Dr. Vincent West. Brady's the goat. He's about to fuck everybody up the ass, too. Fuck the Los Angeles Rams. Fuck the Dallas Cowboys. They can all eat shit. Yeah, I agree. Hope you're ready to get butt fucked on national TV. 
Aaron Rodgers, you should have been suspended like fucking five games for lying about being vaccinated, you whip prick. Fuck the Green Bay Packers and their whole fucking fan base. They can fucking blow me. There's my holiday greetings for you. Yeah. Fucking piece of shit scum. Not a fan. Suck my dick. Anyway, back to Silent Night, Deadly Night, part two, the the flashback is what we'll just call it. Yeah. Part two, the flashback. Yeah, it's just it's the, just the flashback. His eyebrows, though, it's hilarious. I do want to meet him, though. If they did a thing, it'd be hilarious. What's that? What him and the guy that plays Billy do the Santa photo ops? It's pretty. Oh, cool. is that what they do? Yeah. That's pretty amazing, actually. They both dress up in the same outfit. Yeah, it's cool. It's pretty dope. Horror Hound does it usually, so hopefully they'll do it again. They always bring the the good shit. The guy was sweating his nuts off. I love that little reel to reel thing. Is a radio, is all the their Radio Shack ones pretty cool. It's interesting. I guess even in '87, Radio Shack would throw their fucking name at any any movie because they needed the money then. Yeah, they're broke now. Yeah, and run by crazy people. That's one story. Yeah. <laughs> That's one store I don't. I still don't know how there's stores around for that store. I, I don't. It blows my mind. It's an anomaly. It's it's you know, the whole fucking world's fucking destroyed, and all that's left is fucking somehow Radio Shack's there. All that's left are people walking around wearing their denim vest, pretending they're in the fucking early '80s fucking London, and fucking. Goddamn Radio Shack. I don't know. It's just an anomaly. Like, they just will not go out of business. And Hardee's. They just, none of those will just go out of business. It's like, please just go out of business. It's like really. now the fucking mall over here. I, I was trying to figure something out when I went the other day over here where I'm at. And it was like, I was like, I remember there being a Sears over here, but I, I had forgotten about it. And I, I was just like, there's this new dick. In Knoxville? Yes, there's a new Dick's Sporting Goods, and it's fucking massive. It's brand new. There's even like some kind of outdoor sporting thing out there. It looks like a maybe it's like a like a batting cage thing or like a baseball. You go get cage. your jock on. I don't know what it was that was over there, but I was like, "There's a Dick's Sporting Goods here now." This didn't. What the fuck was this? Did you get your for? jock on? Did you go in there? I didn't go in there. No. You didn't go in there and get you some Predators and Titan stuff? No, I did not. Some UT Vols? You get you, you rock that's that why, that's why I didn't. jersey out of that fucking store? <laughs> that's why I didn't go in there, because I was like, I mean, they're not going to have anything I want in there. Um, But when I was going by it, I was like, where did this come from? Like, what did this... And then I was like, holy shit, this used to be the fucking Sears. And now it's a goddamn Dick Sporting Goods, and it's huge, and brand new, and massive. And has some kind of like a, a sports... Like outdoor complex in there built into it, like some kind of field or something. It, it looks nuts. So like, I was I can't believe that used to be the Sears there. Like it's just a bygone era that they're now that. At least when you drove by it, you're like, man, that's the old Sears building. And there's a, you know, you could see that it used to exist, and now it's just completely demolished and it's a dick sporting goods overnight. Like there's, it's not there anymore. Well, I have more comfort out of it being an abandoned building with the Sears logo still stuck on it. And then across the street, 
there was a fucking Sears automotive building that last year during COVID was a Spirit Halloween. That's a fucking Tesla building now. That's wild to me. Oh, Elon Musk. Everybody's got to give him their money. Well, there's Elon Butt on the screen here. <laughs> and there's a... But, I mean, it's... it's I mean... It's just, I don't know if it's, it makes you feel any better, but I feel like an empty building. So That kind of thing um, just freaks me out sometimes where it's like you, you just see how things change over time. But this was like... That Sears building and that automotive building have been just kind I of... I think when I out. visited you the last time when we went in that piece of shit... Halloween thing is what you're talking about that now is that Tesla building. Isn't that appropriate that, that I got replaced by something like that? I mean, both of those were evil, I thought, so it's one evil to the next. So that's, but, it's like a goddamn pet. I mean, I think it's... But, but look, but... You know, I mean, it's... It's just morbid. It's, uh, you, 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 somehow you walk into in the West Town Mall and there's a fucking Radio Shack in there with crazy Christian people running it. But the... You go outside, and the Sears, there's, like, no trace of it. It's just been combed over, and now it's a Dick Sporting Goods and a Tesla, like, two very modern brands. I don't know. Like, it, it's just, to me, it's weird, because I always know what it used to be, but it took me a minute to remember what it was. Like, I was like, what the fuck did this used to be right here? And I was like, it's the fucking Sears. I don't know, man. I, I think... It's gone. I think you have... Yeah. And then uh, East Town Mall... It's completely demolished, and that's a fucking Amazon now. And East Town Mall, I think, was a little bit better because it was closer. That mall was opened in 1985, man. I remember going in there with my mom when I was a kid. Yeah, it was closer to me than where I generally am because I don't like going out west. And then it was smaller, and there was way less people in that mall because nobody went in there. Well, the so. problem is, is if they if they changed all that stuff, you know, it's just it's just like the malls we have down here. And you went in the mall with me, the one here near me, and right, you know, it's and that mall's chill. You know, it is. It's but it's, there's other malls here. It's, it's, it's yeah, not it's just, spread out though. It's like, not just one mall over a hundred miles. You know? West Town Mall is one giant like straight walk through, and it's there's it's too narrow, and there's too many people in it, and there's too many stores per capita. Like sure, sure, like, all the stores like share like they just bleed into the next one. There's no like moderation. It's just like store, store, store. store. There's no like uh, right. You know, I feel like some I mean, malls have an easier spread to where, you know, you have a little space between stores to walk in them. These ones, it's like, you can't even fucking, you go from one store to the next, you're not sure if you're in the same fucking store. It could be, you right. know, I don't know how to explain that, but I feel like there's more room to shop or to walk around and some of that stuff, whereas that West Ham Mall is just, I don't know, it's just there's too much. I mean, I, there's not enough space in there, and then East Town Mall. There's so much space because, like, the stores were fairly spread out evenly, and then there also wasn't a million people in it. Usually, there wasn't. Well, it's like down here, dude. I, like, I've never understood it. Like, right on that main drag, you know, that Ruby Tuesday that we we ate at when you guys visited me. Yeah. There's a fucking COVID and Busters. There is a COVID and Busters. Yeah. And you know, it's why is that open right now? Like, I don't even understand why. There are certain things that everybody's like, oh, it's back to normal. It's like, if these variants are everywhere, it's not back to normal. And, you know, I told, I'll tell you guys a funny story. I was telling Mike Williams, fucking, I hate God. Because um, our interview was literally us just talking about the state of the world. That's yeah. what the whole interview with the vaccine had nothing to promote. Right. So, 
which was cool. We did. I think you guys will like the interview and you listen to it. Um, but we were talking and he was like, well, you know, I don't know where it's kind of scary. And I'm like, dude, this stuff is being manufactured somewhere at this point because it's like there's no way that just magic would. They're, they're, we've either been invaded by fucking aliens or someone made this as a biological weapon that they're purposely spreading. This stuff didn't just magically show up on the shore of a fucking of, of a beach one day. You know what I mean? They're lying about something. I think every government is lying about something because this shit will not go away, and it's and it's it's terrifying. Yeah. You know, and and oh, go 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 get vaccinated, but people are still getting sick from it. It's like, well then that doesn't make any sense. You know, everyone's like, well, I've been vaccinated, I can go jump off a building. No, there's still people getting sick from it. Yeah. So, I think it's being spread. I don't know how it's being spread, but I, I, I personally believe that it's being spread. It's being spread so, through you know. people that are ignorant, too. Yeah, but it's coming from somewhere. Where's it coming from? It's not just coming from the air. I mean, it is. It's airborne, so it's already out there. Well, but I'm saying, but it's it, it it's it's coming from something. Something There's is not is some spreading. like uh, you know helicopter dumping the shit off. It's just something's already... manufacturing. It's all I'm saying. Like it didn't just magically land on Earth. Well, no, it was definitely created in a lab, and then or it came out. in on a fucking comet or a spaceship. I don't know, but all I know is they're not being honest about it. Well, of course not, because they don't want to have everyone freak out and distrust the government. That's all they want them to do is trust them with our lives, but that's a really dumb thing to do. And correct me if I'm wrong, but all these people that are just now getting this distrust for one side or color of government, these are the same people that believed, you know, after 9-11 that we were so protected and everything was... Exactly. And and these and then they, they put in... Some, and I'm not trying to get political on this podcast, but... They, they put in place like the Patriot Act where they can literally at any point if they see any kind of uh, deeming reason to search you or your vehicle or anywhere or your persons, they can do it without any probable cause. But everyone then trusted our government and everything they did and started hating any any person that was brought uh, the, the, the you know People getting scared of just and, and racist at the same time. It was all kind of planted then. And but people trust our government then more than anything. I mean, and I remember that time. I grew up in it, you know. Um, well, people want to live guilt free, but they they don't care if they've got blood on their hands too, you know. So it's right. So I mean, again, I'm, weird. Not, I'm not even trying to get. We'll switch gears. I wasn't trying to get in like a political thing. I'm just saying. But right, that's what I was saying. At this, point, at this point now, it doesn't look like this virus thing's going anywhere. Which I mean, in my in my personal opinion, if you're asking Doctor West, if y'all want to know what I'm saying, I think it's being manufactured. Because, you know, we have the flu season every year. Some people get sick. Some people don't. Some people do. Some people don't. And then magically this shows up and <laughs> you die or you don't. <laughs> right. And it's terrifying. <clears throat> you know. And, you know, it's one of those things by the time people listen to this episode, they're, they're talking about shutting everything down again. You know, I mean, this is, it's, it's getting out of hand, and there's something that people are not being honest about. I don't know who's lying about it, but right. somebody is not being honest about the whereabouts of where this shit is coming from. Right. It's coming from somewhere. And I don't know how you handle problems at your house when you have a stopped up toilet, but, you know, if it's coming some, from somewhere and there's a source, you need to destroy it. 
There doesn't need to be a debate about it. If it's coming from somewhere and it's coming from out of something or from something, you need to kill it. Right. You know what I mean? Just like old uh, Ricky's about to do right here with this. Uh... Oh my god! I'm, I'm, being, I'm being serious. If it's if it's coming from somewhere and it's spawning from something, he's putting a hooking up to a fucking car battery. This is amazing. Yeah, there we go. I the scene I'm watching, some guy's putting sunglasses on. All right, well, here you now go. He's, now he's getting the car battery. All right, so I got to pause it for a second. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's a nice little scene here. Putting him back in time is what he's doing. I'm at one hour and seven minutes, nine seconds. As long as he's high voltage in this bitch. Yep. Oof. Tell me when you get to what what, what just happened. You, you can kind of tell. Just the actual full-on kill, then, then I'll unpause it. His eyes just exploded. Okay, that's it. Now it's rate of charge. That's what, pe- that's what those trolls need to fucking leave comments on my shit. Yep, they need a little eye explosion. A little car battery kill. Yeah, it's nice. But no, but, you know. I can think about this shit going on in the face. It's, it's, I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. fucking scary, man. Oh, now the girlfriend gets it, too. Fuck it. He's, like, cross-eyed. It's hilarious. <clears throat> well, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could... I try not to think about it at this point, because I don't think it's... It's pretty stressful. Much. Yeah. People just go along like nothing ever happened. You know, be careful, and I, I'm vaccinated, but I still wear a mask, and I'll get a booster shot when I can, and just try to do everything I can to stay protected and protect others around me. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. <clears throat> try to go around a lot of people and at a time, and, you know. I stay the hell away from people. The most people I've been around on in forever is when you visited recently and we went to that fucking Spider-Man thing. I mean, I right. haven't been around that many people. In- like, going to shows now, you know, I loved going to that show I went to on Halloween, but, like, it does not feel the same anymore. I, I actually don't like being around people like that. Was it that. terrifying? Yes, it was very terrifying, considering, you know, I wore a mask in there and stuff like that, and there was people, like, nobody was wearing shit, no one's walking around. And, you know, the the here in Tennessee, they had gotten rid of... drunk wearing a mask? When we went in there, yeah, and when he would go to the bar. But other than that, you know, if you're drinking, well, no. you don't wear one. But he, you know, right, he, right. he does stay pretty um, careful, too. Uh, yeah, it's good. You've, got to, you've got to. If people yeah. if people would be cautious about shit, it damn. Is awesome. Boom! Yeah, this is awesome. This if part. people would be cautious about stuff, <laughs> he's, just like, he's just like, motherfucker, after he killed <laughs> Fucking blew him away. You can do a lot of fear. stuff in this world if you're cautious, but people that are not cautious, that's uh, well. There's that, and that's the danger, my friend. That's the oh, danger of uh, here it is. Here's the scene. You got to unmute it for a second. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> He looks like Bob Saget. It's really funny. He looks like a built Bob Saget. It's like, like he looks a, like a fucking linebacker. He's a huge dude. He's just fucking built Bob Saget, fucking gunning people down in his neighborhood. 
It's pretty funny. <laughs> I'll see something here. Is he gonna blow the kid away? No. Kids are normally. There's been a. It, honestly, when horror movies go that far, it's honestly crazy. I'm like, they killed a child. Usually, they, that's like a no no. It's like a, a unsung rule in horror films. You don't kill so the kids. So is this but. the end of this movie? Is he just went batshit? Yeah, he's just killing everybody now. That dude that was calling him a fucking you know whatever. In front of that chick. He's like an ex of hers, so he just went AWOL. He just started killing everyone. Well, he killed... He choked somebody out in that theater. Which is hilarious. I saw that, yeah. I gotta say, the end of this has been pretty entertaining. This must be why people like this movie, because he's just... Yeah, this is my... This is the only part I remember. I don't... I forgot that they had even had, like, flashbacks for the first half of the film. This was filmed in Sierra Madre. It looks like he's went fucking bananas. Sierra Madre, California, and Pasadena. Which I think Pasadena, a lot of that was the footage from the first film. Yeah, he's just running around fucking shooting people with a handgun. But you don't see a lot of gun violence in slashers, really, so... It's kind of a nice That's little silent touch. not that remake of <clears throat> the first film. That guy was running around with a gun the whole time. You know, I've never seen that, the remake. Oh, it's great. Doesn't that have William Shatner in it as like a DJ or something? I don't think so. What movie is that? He's... maybe not. That's the Christmas Evil remake. It's called something else. Correct. That has William Shatner in it. He's like some kind of radio DJ or something. I don't know. Yeah, this film's brutal, man. Plus, this kind of re- makes you like remember how brutal the original film was. It's... It's actually almost like a snuff film. It's very, it's very fucking brutal. <laughs> and this film isn't really like just the stuff he does after showing all that. It, it makes it even better. But I mean, I think there's probably so, uh, something snuffy about the first film for sure. It's it's very, it's very morbid. Well, the first film's the only good one, I think. Really. Oh, it's great. And this one's not even good at all. This has been really. This has actually been really bad. This actually makes me glad I don't own this. Yeah, it's bad. It's been fun to watch for this episode, but God, it's ugh. Yeah, it's, a, it's just awful. It's definitely garbage day. This film is garbage, <laughs> but it's you know whatever. It's more hilarious than anything. This is the acting so bad, and oh man. I mean, the acting's bad, and it's just, this has nothing to do with the other film, and it's just... Other than him being the brother. I mean, it looks like they shot this in, like, a day. I'm sure they did. I mean, Scream Factory, I'm gonna actually attack them for a minute. Them boasting when they release this, this movie's a piece of shit. Yeah. It is, this movie is a fucking piece of shit. This is one of the worst things we've ever watched on here. Yeah, I think that... And that's uh, pretty killer, bad, because we've watched The Incredible Bulk on here. And The Killer Sofa, which is also funny. It was better than this. Yeah. <laughs> which, you know, I don't... I don't know if I put up that Killer Sofa one. I'm going to have to put it out, because we tied it to that Dave Ellison thing, and then he fucking whacked off, and then, we, you know, that interview was already up before it came out that he was fucking... 
masturbating that chick, so I didn't... I'm on a commercial. I am too. So I didn't put the actual episode we did for him up. If you don't have jewelry or a girlfriend, you don't exist. I guess I should just put it up anyway, like now? I don't know. I don't want to be like, happy holidays, here's the episode we dedicated to that to Dave Ellison who masturbated to some chick. I don't care if you jacked off. I mean, I don't either, but I mean... I love jacking off. I'm not, I'm not going to be <clears throat> attacked for some kind of position of like people trying to say, I'm not doing that. You know, The interview's up, I'm not taking it down. It was a good interview that you did. You know, amazingly, and that, that was guy you disabled the comments, nobody actually said anything bad about it. Right, and Dave Alpson's a very nice guy. You know. He was really nice, man. Like I said, I can care less what he does. Whether what he he, he could have fucked off. a fucking wild horse. I could care less. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it has nothing to do with me. Yeah, I feel bad for him. I mean, if, you know, I don't care if he's. What well, makes me feel bad? People showing me his fucking vinegar strokes. I never needed to see that. <laughs> I, sh- I sent you a couple. You guys don't know what points. that is. That's from an amazing show called The League. And vinegar strokes is what a man's face looks like when he ejaculates. <laughs> there's some funny. There's some funny. So ideas. seeing, so seeing Dave Ellison's vinegar strokes was yeah. definitely something I never needed to see as yeah. a. As a he fan was one of, of my music. favorite bassists growing up, and still is. But it's hard to see that when he's got his shirt off and his hairy arm is fucking like mid tug. And he's about to fucking. Wasn't it you showing me the the things of his vinegar strokes, or was it was a wheelchair fucker? It was me. Yeah, I mean it's disturbing. I didn't send them to you like an involuntary dick pic. You asked me to show you the pic. Well, I was curious, and then and then you told me know. to put. Then you told me to Photoshop him in a Hooters waitress outfit. With <laughs> 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 his vinegar strokes. <laughs> but my favorite meme, and it can never be touched. It was the first meme that came out, like. There's one good thing about the internet too, is this kind of stuff. And that, <laughs> right when that story came out, the first thing that it showed was him busting a nut on that cover, and it said, it said "Bust in peace." <laughs> nut in peace. Yeah, <laughs> so fucking funny. I, I almost died. Well, there's a lot. Oh, of he was really cool, man. I, I could care less what he did. Well, I, I, I hated for mean, him, you, you know, know. And people can. Oh, there it is. Give a buck. Santa wants you to give a buck for the children. Wants you to give a bust for Dave. I'm back on too, by the way. I am too. Dave wants you to give a bust. Santa on the wall with the garland. Yeah, and it says "Give a buck." But yeah, um, I just didn't put it up because all that came out like within a week of that interview going up. That came out, and then I was like, "Well, I mean, maybe we should just leave the actual episode alone." But that 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 was one of the funnier things we did all year. Was that 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 was a really good episode we did, and I want to put it out so. I'll have to do that. Like, I don't care if it's the... By the way, I just want to let everybody know that Michael McClain, the, we'll just call him the bro guy, he, he has just informed me. I just got contact and word from him. He's going to be working at Subway out in Phoenix, Arizona. If anybody wants to stop by for a free sub, just give the code PHANTASM. And make sure you let him know it's toast. For your free sub from Michael McClain. And come see him down at fucking... Um, at the local uh, Publix, and he's going to be there at the grocery store, and he's going to be working for the Salvation Army. So, um, yeah, if you see a guy come by and, there. and say hi to Michael McLean, and uh, just 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 walk up to him, and be like, "Welcome to the party, pal." Yeah, and uh, you know, just go up to Officer McLean, just be like, "Welcome to the party, pal." 
Welcome to Subway, pal. And uh, tell him Dr. West said to get it toasted. Yeah, get it toasted. Is this supposed to be the... What is wrong with her face? I guess she's supposed to be the original film. I guess maybe they put shit on her face so that she wouldn't look recognizable because it's definitely not the same one. I don't know, it's weird. She looks like a fucking mutant monster. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, like she's like, there's something living in me. You it's know. like basket case. I don't know what the story is behind that. There was no gross, whatever it is. fire in that original film. A little Santa whacking off, speaking of. Oh, another thing I wanted to say, it's very important. Michael McLean also wanted to give you, everybody give you his address. You can come by and use his house like an Airbnb. You can fuck in it, come in it, shower in it, sleep in it, whatever you want to do. It's all on Michael McLean. And just give promo code PHANTASM. Yeah. And then if you want your chance to win a free, all-inclusive trip to meet Corey Gorechrist in the amazing city of Knoxville, Tennessee, (laughs) put put in promo code PHANTASM, bro. <laughs> oh, and it's wonderful here. They got rid of the and mask. We were gonna, mandates. we were gonna fly you to all expenses paid to Knoxville, Tennessee, to spend the day with Corey Gorecrust. You can drive around town. He can show you the pawn shop he worked at, and you may even get a fucking sub made by Corey Gorecrust, Phantasm style. And I'm kicking it old school. If, if if that's not enough for your for your amazing uh, for your amazing trip. If you, if you win this all-exclusive, uh, all-expenses-paid trip, uh, courtesy Wheel of Fortune, um, you can actually, and this is this has never been done before, um, Corey will actually take you to do stand-up. Yeah. You're not, he's not going to do it. Her. You're going to do stand-up for him. Yeah. And in the comedy mecca of the United States, the comedy mecca horror capital of the United States, Knoxville, Tennessee. And don't worry, folks, the the hicks up here have also taken away the mask mandates because it's against your freedom as a, an American. So you no longer have to wear masks anywhere. So when you wear one, people will... Uh, actually... If you're lucky, you may get COVID and die in one of the local hospitals. And then right, you can die happy in paradise. Yeah, and just, just, put in, just put in fucking promo code PHANTASM, bro. But you can come here and, and uh, possibly risk getting COVID. It's like a like a hunting exposition. You can just come here, not wear a mask anywhere, you know, um, have a full-on tour. I will wear a mask. But, and then listen. And people will make the, fun the, of me for wearing The big it. part of the giveaway is bands that no one gives a shit about anymore play Knoxville exclusively. So you, you and a guest are going to get flown to Knoxville, get to do everything I've already told you, and... Corey will take you to the Shinedown concert in May so he can walk around and see local supposed death metal fans walk up to him and be like, good to see you out. Yep, well, they wear a... Uh... But they're not going to say it to him. You, the the winner of this gift, are going get to get to walk up and have... God, it's man, man, it's good to see you out. Yeah, you're experiencing it through my lens now, so we got to go... Yep. You know. Just put in, just put in promo code Phantasm Bro. But you got to watch your pacing if you want to be me. You can't just run around here like you know these people around here aren't athletes. You know. Well, now, now listen. Now the the pacing thing that's that's out that's out in Arizona with Mister McLean when he makes that sandwich. So 
Yeah, he needs to. You know, he no one's to, no one's getting any gifts with that. He needs to change his pacing a little bit. Like you need, well, to, you need to, to toast my sub there, McLean. He needs to change the way he paces, living in his grandmother's basement. But he needs to toast my sub. Give me a. He does. Pickles. He needs to toast sub too. Yeah, you need but, to watch your pacing on those pickles. You need to give me some extra pickles. Yeah, just just go to www good to see you out phantasmgiveaway.com <laughs> and and you might you might know what it's like to walk off of a comedy stage in the comedy mecca of the United States Knoxville Tennessee walk off that stage and someone might walk up to you and mistake you for for my co-host and be like god it's good to see you out bro it's good to see you out bro so just put in promo code phantasmbro for to win this all exclusive contest that we're that we're offering, um, like I said, Corey's going to be happy to show you the ropes. He's going to show you the warehouse ropes, yeah, the factory ropes, the fucking marshals ropes. He's going to show you the sub making ropes. I'll even He's show, you, show you the, the fucking yogurt ropes, the fucking GED ropes at the fucking now torn down mall. He's going to show you it all. Yeah, the frozen and like I said, yogurt. if you're lucky, if you're lucky and you win this contest, you might, when you're about to get on that plane with your fucking denim vest with a fucking backpack <laughs> of a band that was around before you were even conceived in your dad's ball sack, but he is, when you're walking back on that plane to go back to whatever amazing city that you came to visit, Corey, in the comedy metal mecca in Knoxville, Tennessee, someone <laughs> may stop and go, God, it was good to see you out, bro. <laughs> you can only hope that that's what you end up with. That's... That's the grand prize we can't give you. You just have Cause, to. Because I, I don't even know what that's like. Only Corey gets to experience that in his loafers, <laughs> in his Ghostbuster loafers, <laughs> in those Stay Puffed or fucking Slimer loafers. No one knows what that. Be, but you're gonna if you win this contest. <laughs> promo code Phantasm Bro. You're gonna know what it feels like for someone to walk up and be like, "God, it was good to see you out." <laughs> Yeah, if only he's from New York, but they treat him like he's a hometown boy there. Yep. So people, I don't ask. You no, know, but he's gonna he's gonna show you all of the amazing things. You might. I don't know if this is gonna happen or not, but you might get a visit to the horror zoo, and you might get a glimpse. No one's getting out of the car; it's too dangerous. But he might drive you near the horror zoo, and only he knows. And I know what that is. But you may get a glimpse if you go by the horror zoo and meet one of our original co-hosts. You may see the tootie. Yep. From afar, it's too dangerous. Yeah, you gotta stay, keep your distance, because he'll. You gotta get near the horror zoo. It's, it's it's not him. It's it's the it's the people that keep him at the horror zoo. Yeah. But you know, like I said, all expenses paid. Promo code Phantasm Bro. <laughs> this is the end of our five year celebration promotion. We'll move on to our six six six. Promotion yeah, of be 2022, which I'm very excited is, about. Is. Hopefully, it's better. And uh, but yeah, enter to win. It's free. It costs no money. Again, just go to Phantasm Promo. Good to see you out. dot com. <laughs> you know, way, and, and it's the only way to do the, it. The though. real exciting thing is, and I, I didn't want to, you know, let this go during this podcast, but you might actually, if, if you win. You're going to get an authentic person that has literally went up to my co-host, even when he didn't want anyone to even acknowledge his existence. We are going to get one of those authentic, real human beings, one of those amazing Tennessee residents to walk up to you and be like, God, it was good to see you out. (laughs) 
And why do you get that treatment? Just from listening to Phantasm. It's a it's a it's a win win for you, the listener. Right. I mean, who wouldn't want? And it's that? our Christmas gift to you. Corey wants you to know. He wants you to see these things. We're we're even. You're not going to believe this. We're even going to reenact. I am going to fly in. If you win this contest, I will fly into that turd of a city, <laughs> and we are going to go to the pizza parlor where I was humiliated. Oh God! And guess what we're going to do? We're even going to fly in the girl that rock starred me, and she's going to tell me she's going to tell me to go fuck myself just like she did then, and then run off with her kids and husband, and then. She's going to tell you it was good to see you out, bro. I mean, if you somebody oh, want to sign up for this, sits you're there in the comfort of his chair, reenacting this amazing event that, that we both had right before we started this podcast. That, that, that happened right either during or right before we started this podcast. We're going to share intimate moments like that. No one else can do that except Phantasm. We're going to fly you in <laughs> to the comedy mecca, Knoxville. Where Peyton Manning invented football. <laughs> and I am going to take you inside the lobs of Corey Gorecross and Dr. Vincent West. We will even walk you down to the bar where Corey, and I quote, who cares about that racist, talking about one of our guests. You will even get to meet the comedian genius that started comedy. <laughs> they called Phil Anselmo a racist. You're going to have him walk up to you and do a photo op and tell you it was good to see you out. <laughs> Only on just promo code Phantasm Bro. And you, you can win this. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't I mean, want this? Your life it? isn't complete. Look, look, we're even going to... This is, this is where I have spared no expense. We're going to get <laughs> Airbnb Chastain. <laughs> which is a dear friend of Corey Gorecross. We are going to let you go to. This is very rare. You are going to get to go out with him while he drinks alcohol. All <laughs> night. It's an the bar tabs on us. And you both get to go and get arrested and get served with a DUI together. All on Fantastic Podcast. All on our dump. <laughs> We're even going to leave you in there to see if... if uh, if, uh, if 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 the if the amazing drunkard can get you all out of the jail, or would he just pass out and go to sleep, and you're gonna have to too? We don't know. It's all a mystery. All of the amazing experiences that 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 my co-host Corey Gorecrest has went through all of these years, you're gonna get to experience firsthand for the first time ever. Yeah, teen lovers. What was that like? Then listen, all expenses paid. Then Corey. Without me, I'm going to have to go back to Florida, but Corey is going to drive you by. Are you ready? Are you yeah. guys sitting down? He is going to drive you by the gas station slash Applebee's where I got fucked over. Yeah, there you go. You can actually go in and meet the, the once person I trusted in my life that has thrown her life away uh, getting murdered at a fucking gas station beside an Applebee's. You're going to get to see these these once-in-time clips. And then Corey is going to walk you across to the Valvoline where he took a piece of shit car that he got from a guy that plays acoustic guitar and a local O'Charlie's. <laughs> Not only are you going to get to meet the guy, 
get to play his acoustic guitar where he got the piece of shit car from, you're also going to get to get your uh, photo op with all of the Valvoline men there too and the guy. Then all expenses paid, you can have one appetizer of your choice and a beverage at the O'Charlie's and then he's going to sing Phantasm Classics on his acoustic guitar <laughs> with Corey there uh, doing drops. <laughs> You want experience it? We have spared no expense. Then, Corey is going to drive you down the street and show you this old fucking steakhouse that now thinks there's some kind of hip club because it is the comedy mecca of Tennessee, of the planet, Knoxville. He's going to pull you into the fucking steak parking lot. You're going to see rednecks, white trash, other people telling Corey, it's good to see you out, it's good to see you out. It's like, look, I'm filming something, leave me alone. And these people are going to walk you in. You are going to see... Where Kirk from Crowbar was too busy to do our podcast. Oh, Chonies. Well, no, you're you're the the, the amazing steak bar venue. They're going to get to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, we went to you Chonies. You can see an amazing local Knoxville band. You went to Chonies. Metal capital of the planet. Death metal, thrash metal, grunge. Everything was created in Knoxville. So, so it, it, any. The, the, the reason people are arrogant there and think they know everything is because they created everything. Yep, comedy, horror. And we're going to show you that firsthand, like no other podcast could. You're going to see it firsthand. You're going to get to walk in a steakhouse that is now a music venue. Yep. No one's ever done that before. No one's ever turned a fucking 80s steakhouse into a music venue slash music store. You've never heard of it in your life. You're going to see it firsthand. <laughs> and someone might walk up to you and be like, it's good to see you out, bro. You can only hope. It's the gift that keeps on giving. And then, if that's not enough, because he alluded to it earlier, you're not going to believe this. Corey will hand-take you into two jobs I worked at, the FYE and the fucking GameStop that I worked when I was down on my luck where I wanted to kill myself. He's going to let you visit those real locations. <laughs> you're even going to get to put on one of my badges that I wore when I worked there, because I still have those. That's the VIP experience. Yep, and, and this is the most amazing part. He's going to show you something you didn't even know fucking existed. He's going to walk you to the other corner of the mall, and you're going to see a real Radio Shack that still is 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 actually in existence. Yeah, you guys will be very happy with that, and you can also have the hosts uh, witness to you. You can, and then they'll 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 uh, they will be happy to do that. And like I said, the 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 other part is you know if if, if we spared no expense, if that was not enough. Your journey isn't over yet. You are then, you're going to be whisked, okay? Whisked away. Like like in a dream. Corey is going to take you in a fucking uh, four-door Jeep Cherokee from like 1985. 1995, excuse me. We can't afford a limo. And he is going to drive you up. And he is going to show you all the sights and sounds of Pigeon Forge and Gallenberg. Oh, yeah. Now, I spoke very highly of Knoxville. All joking aside, music was created, as well as science fiction and horror in Gallenberg and Sevier County. The reason I know this is because some of the amazing people that I met when I used to live there when I would visit my father when I was growing up, I thought they were just dumb white trash that didn't know what they were talking about, but they actually created everything. They did. And he is going to show you all the different things that I used to do. He's going to go behind the red mall that's been there forever and show you the condo where I used to nut in my girlfriend when I was growing up. <laughs> then, he is going to take you to Dollywood 
on a VIP tour to show you the glass blowing stand <laughs> that my girlfriend used to work at when I was in my when I was in my early uh, teens and twenties. You're gonna yeah. get to see this firsthand. Only through Phantasm Podcast. Yeah, no one else Man, is gonna do that, that is not enough. He is going to take you on the way out. I know you're thinking you're going to get to meet Dolly Parton. We've got something better than that. You're going to get to meet Frank Dracar. Frank Dracar was my best friend growing up when I used to live up there and stuff. Frank still does heavy drugs. (laughs) You're going to get to meet Frank at his fucking job that he still works at, that he's worked at forever. China Bazaar on the strip in Pigeon Forge photo ops with Frank Jacar, my old best friend that has nothing to do with me now because he's a Christian, but he still does drugs. You're going to literally get to meet him with your photo. At the China Bazaar. So you can pick At out a China samurai Bazaar. sword. You're going to get to meet him. He's going to have uh, he's going to have cocaine, pills, whatever you want to do that he still does. <laughs> Doesn't have a license because he fucking strung out on every fucking thing. Has nothing to do with me, but you're going to get to meet him. You're going to get to meet Frank. You're going to, this is someone I used to run around with in my youth. He can tell you about all the great concerts we used to go to and all the drugs he did. <laughs> and then if that is not enough, if that is not enough, Corey then is going to drive you into the heart of Gallenberg. Off the bypass, he is going to drive you up to where my father used to live. And this is, this is the most priceless thing ever. You will literally get to see the home in which I lived, where I was called a loser, a fag, a scumbag, a piece of shit, a piece of garbage. You are going to get to see where it all came to make Dr. Vincent West. You're going to get to see the house that created Dr. West. You're going to get to see where my, where my father that passed. You're going to get to see his 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 home of, 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 of uh, bigotry and hatred. You're going to get to see it all. Corey's going to, on a hand tour, no one else is going to get to do this. You get to do this, again, Phantasm promo code, bro. <laughs> and you get to do all this. You know, it's, it, and, and, you know, you would think that that's not enough, but don't don't forget, I didn't forget Corey. Corey then, because it is the mecca of the planet. Everybody thinks it's Portland or California or somewhere in New York or something. It's not. It's Knoxville. Corey is then going to open his childhood doors to Central High School. <laughs> where the great drunk Todd Helton played football and baseball. <laughs> You're going to get to walk the same halls that Corey did. You're going to get to smell the earth and the fart and the aroma <laughs> and the nasty school food. He is going to walk you through the classes, reintroduce you to his life as a high schooler at Central. That's right. Then, if that is not enough, if that was not enough, then... Corey is going to drive you all the way back to the airport and see you off himself after your amazing journey all via Phantasm Podcast promo code bro that's right no one does it like us so if you want to win again good to see you out bro phantasm.net <laughs> um, sponsored by Car Shield. Yes. Um, we did lose Ernie Hudson. He's a huge celebrity now. He's in a huge hit. He's in the new Ghostbusters, so he's a, he's a huge hit again, so he can't do our podcast. Yeah. But we are still partnered with Ice Ice T, and uh, he's our new rep at, uh, at, at, at Car Shield. Also, uh, definitely, you know, anytime you need to do a cold call, he'll always pick up on Phantasm. So. He is him, Matty Ice, and, and from, the, from the Falcons, and, and Stone Cold. Yes, they will. They will pick. They will answer your cold, cold call. <laughs> uh, 
you know, they're going to give you a cold call because they care about you. And Corey can make that happen for you too. That's going to be another contest we're doing. And they care about you your laundry. The cold call. They care about your laundry and your laundry bill. Exactly. But but like I said, you know, if it's not enough, and again, we do need proof of vaccination because yes. it's a, it's a huge music venue in Knoxville. And we don't want any um, hogs. No, you're you're thinking I'm talking about the steakhouse. Actually, that's incorrect. That patio at O'Charlie's huge music venue, huge music scene. Acoustic guitar was discovered at that O'Charlie's. It was. And Corey's going to take you there. He did stand up there. He's been on dates there. He's drank beer there. He's almost got a DUI there when he wasn't even driving. People have seen of, me out there because because of because of the mysterious Chastain. Yes, people have seen me out there. So they have. They've seen him out. They're going to see you out. Yeah, they're going to see you out. They all are. Drum roll. Balls in your court. And I, I forgot this, but and this is and again, we're giving away ten of these trips, but only one lucky winner gets this. Gets the good to see you out platinum package. No, this is this is the craziest thing we've ever done. Um, for the one lucky winner. This is better than the uh, We are gonna take you to the apartment where Phantasm started. And if that was not enough, we're gonna go in abruptly, whoever's living there, so we're just gonna barge on in. We're going to show you around. Then, before the police come, we are going to invite you to have a potato chip party in the same pool that we started this podcast at. <laughs> we want to thank our sponsors, Lay's Potato Chips. They're going to get with us. Everybody can have any kind of chip you want. Doritos, Lay, any Lay's product. And uh, in dips, they're going to have their dips there as well. Guacamole, nacho cheese, whatever you want. Anything unhealthy. And then you can get in the saltwater pool that was never open, and you're going to actually be able to relax in it like we never did because we could never get in the fucking thing. Right. I mean, this is Except this is more time. inclusive of a sweepstakes than we did for the Jeffrey Combs, uh, you know, masturbation extravaganza party. Correct. I mean that that like was. Like I said, you're going to get to see where, where this podcast started. And like I said, that pool it's more elusive than where we recorded it because you could never use it. Corey lived there for several years and could never use the pool. Yeah, even uh, at you know seven p.m., you know there was a Lay's potato chip uh, fiesta party. There was, you know, and like I said, literally, we got to I wish you know, use that pool one time the whole time that we recorded there that I remember. And I remember we went there yeah. at like seven p.m. We had hot dogs, all the shit to grill, and then this family showed up out of nowhere with like four kids and just all got in the pool. Yeah. It's like it was every fucking day. But see, that's not going to happen. We've already talked to the owners of the complex. You're going to have the pool all to yourself. You can skinny dip. You can fuck. And we'll, provide, hot, we'll provide the shit. lays. Do whatever you want in that pool. We will provide we the lays. We encourage you to shit in the pool if you want to. Yeah, please do. Connect. All via Phantasm Podcast promo code BRO. <laughs> and like I said, I mean, you know, and, and as, as, my, as my imagination runs, we may add more stuff to this. But I mean... You're, you're gonna get. You're gonna get to do it all. You're gonna get to unload trucks at Marshalls. <laughs> you're gonna get. You're gonna get to go in fucking Target with me. Are you ready for this? You're gonna get to go in Target with Doctor West in full costume, and we're gonna have none other than Carly Sanders run up to me and tell me that Corey's no longer my co-host. <laughs> And you can get your picture with her as well. She'll even fuck you for free. Yep. So, like I said, you're 
you're going to see the, the the same rack that I used to pull wrestling figures off of. <laughs> you're going to see the same same containers that used to hold PS4 games that I would purchase. Um, you're you're going to see it all. Maybe I mean, we're, you we're get that same no bathroom that I took a shit in. Do what? Maybe you see the same bathroom that I took a shit in. Marshalls or Target? Target. Oh, nice. I'm taking a shit in that party. See, I didn't even know that. I thought he was teasing y'all with a Marshalls thing. He's, you're going to see something I didn't even know about. He defecated in that Target bathroom. There you I go. I did, a couple times. I mean, they got the... You know, and you're going to defecate when you, when you have as much fun if you win this contest. You can even go change a frozen yogurt machine at the Froyos, even though they don't exist here anymore. But, you know, we'll, we'll make a pop-up uh, Froyos experience just for you. Cause Listen, we don't, we don't want to leave you, anything let out. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what Corey's going to do for you. We don't want to leave anything out of this experience. He just teased it. I'm going to go ahead and deliver it. He's flying in his friend Ryan that lives just across town from him. He's flying him in. Yep, take a little dodo plane over here. He's going to fly in with his dad, and they're going to reopen their yogurt shop so you can eat from it. <laughs> they're going to do it in the comfort of Corey's kitchen. <laughs> We're going to get to go. His air fryer is going to make the best ice cream you've ever had in your life. <laughs> He's going to do that just for you. That's right. And then Ryan's going to tell you stories about how him and Corey smoked pot and tag team to chick at fucking fans warp tour. All kinds of great stories that I've never heard. <laughs> You're going to hear about it all. You're going to hear about it all. And then not only do you get to do a photo op with Ryan, I believe that's his name. You're going to yeah. get to do a photo op with Ryan. You're also going to get to do one with his, with his whole family. Yeah. His ex wife, their kids, everybody. His current girlfriend, everybody. You're going to get to meet all of them. <laughs> his Christian dad that gave Corey his first start, that gave us our first penny to put into Phantasm. That's right. You're going to get to do it all. <laughs> we, we, have pulled, we have spared no expense on this. None. You're going to get to do it all. Then, if that was not enough, I'm not done. I'm almost done. But there's one more thing. I, this, is, this is a huge thing. We've referenced him a bunch. You're not going to believe this. Everybody listening is just going to fall down dead when I tell you this. <laughs> Ori is going to drive you to an exclusive meet and greet at Basement Records so you can meet Good to See You Out. <laughs> Basement Records, it's one of the only rap record stores left in a redneck village shithole in Knoxville. <laughs> Ori is going to walk you in VIP. They have cassettes in their final CD, stuff no one buys anymore. And you're going to get to see the man, the rat tail. Tony Rucker. Yeah, that's a big to do here. I mean, photo op. He is going to threaten to kill Corey and myself. I mean, you're going to be good to see him. Threaten to kill you for listening to us, but that's all part of it. So you got to do the photo op quick because he's going to try to kill us. And then he'll teach you the gay butler dance move after he has a neck out of a butt. And then he's and then he's gonna he's gonna do beer pong with apple juice and then. <laughs> and then, then were you out of the parking lot? <laughs> um, and, and and listen, this is very exciting. And then I'm at the end, he's going to ask. I'm not done you, with Tony Rucker. Here's the he's going to ask what you think Rucker. at the end of it. Then he is going to take you and your friend that you brought with you on the hellish journey to, to into phantasm depths, and he is going to take you exclusively to see corn. Because Anthony would be the only person we would ever know that would go see that fucking payment. And then, after that, he's going to take you to the Corn After Party, which is at Temple, which is a the local goth club, but is also the most premier right. goth club in all of America, here in right. Knoxville. And 
like I said, where where a lot of people are going to be good to see. We are bringing in none other than special makeup effects artist Rick Baker to do up chords that no one recognizes. (laughs) He is going to go with you to Temple and show you the women that he screwed. (laughs) You're going to get to see all the different women that that Corey has spilled his loins on. They're all going to be there. You're going to get to meet them all. Now, they're not going to know that it's him again. I've got, I have spared no expense. Rick Baker is going to make up Corey look like another person. <laughs> we haven't decided what? A she-male, a man, a woman. We haven't decided yet. We're going we're gonna to surprise you. But the idea is that they have no idea who he is, and he just sits off in the distance. While you get to one-on-one get to see some of these women, these amazing <laughs> women that Corey dropped his seat in. <laughs> It's it's a it's a it's a once in a lifetime thing, and if you're lucky, the same night you might get to see some people that I knew too. So, you know, yeah, this is again an experience. Once in fantasm, a lifetime. good to see you out. Promo code bro. I've rambled enough, but we're really excited to have you be part of this journey into our uh, five year now going on six years of Phantasm podcast. We want all of you to be a part <laughs> of it. Again, good to see you out. Promo code bro. We can't. We can't uh, wait for the lucky winner. Sponsored by Car Shield and O'Charlies. And again, like I said, if it wasn't enough, you were going to get to see the man, the, the unbelievable myth that sold Corey the car that he spent so much money and dropped into for three years. <laughs> you were actually going to get to meet this guy. You're going to get to hear all the hits too. You're going to get to hear them all. Take it to the limit by the Eagles as he butchers that classic. <laughs> Feel like like making love by bad company as he butchers that classic. You're going to see it in acoustic guitar and joining him, none other on lead guitar, Byron Mercury. (laughs) Corey Gorkrist's cousin is going to join you, the grim grocer. He will be there in Food City clothing, accompanying him on lead acoustic classical guitar. (laughs) It's one night only. And again, you're going to have to have proof of vaccination. This is a, this is a, this is a, the place to be if you're if you're in Knoxville is is hearing that fuck butcher these classic rock songs on that fucking balcony. <laughs> they do this, pop him out of the cook's balcony there at the thing, and then you just sit on this patio and eat your food. <laughs> You've never experienced anything like it. I mean, again, they invented music. Hell, they invented guitars in Knoxville. So you're you're you know we're sparing no expense here. <laughs> You know, and then you know there there are a lot of other things we're working on. We're trying to do a VIP with Corey's uh, brother, uh, Lavidian Braggett. And if you get to meet Lavidian Braggett, now, hey, you have never seen a hundred dollar Slayer knockoff guitar, and he will play it for you. <laughs> you can have a neck out of a beer. You can even, if you're really careful, you can go. You can run off and hear him masturbate in the other one. <laughs> So, I mean, the sights and sounds of Corey and his life, you're going to get to live all of this <laughs> with our my, my amazing, our founder and, and my co-host, my, my brother, Corey Gordon is going to share all of his, uh, all of this amazing stuff with you. I sure will. You're, you're going to get to the walk in the halls of Central. Yeah. Walk in the halls of Marshalls. <laughs> you're going to see it all. You're going to have an angry foreign man yell at you and tell you to do your job. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to get to experience even the current job. You're going to get to experience it all. 
you know? There's no other and way. Spared absolutely zero expense, you know, and we're going to fly you into this mecca, this, uh, this, this tourist destination, this watering hole where they invented football with Peyton Manning. <laughs> you know, and you're going to get to see the sights and sounds and feels and smells of Phantasm like no one else could. That's right. Good to see you out. Promo code bro. We can't wait for you guys no. to experience this. We want to thank and, and, you for uh, being a part of our holiday hatred episode. We hope you like the film. Uh, final thoughts. It's a turd. I'm not even going to say any more about it. It's just, it's a horrible film, but, you know, there's a couple things. It's to uh, pull from it where it's just so bad that some of it's laughable to watch, I guess. Watch it with your friends. Say that, uh, Phantasm, why the fuck did you make us do this? Um, you know, we don't make you do anything. You tune into it. You follow along however you want at work, um, at the gym, at home in between masturbating. You know, whatever you do, you know, we appreciate it. So thank you. Uh, Dr. West, what do you think? I'm sure you just loved that film like I did. You know, it, it fit what we were doing today. It served its purpose. I don't recommend anybody spending twenty or thirty dollars on that Blu-ray, though. It's really bad. Yeah, I watch it for free on Tubi. I think it's streaming on other stuff. Yeah, too. it's fun. It's a fun watch. As far as purchasing that, I'm going to have to ask Wheelchair Fucker why he wasted a dollar on that film. But right, you know, <clears throat> that doesn't make any sense to me. But you know, it's a bad movie. But I mean, there's a lot of bad horror movies. But that's not like a good bad. It's kind of just bad bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But, uh, yeah. So we want to thank our sponsors of Car Shield, No Charlie's, Valvoline, and Lay's Potato Chips. Um, Subway, Subway, Michael McClain, thank you so much for, 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 for uh, insulting me, bro. Yeah, we appreciate it, and happy holidays to you. Happy yeah, happy year. holidays to you. He is doing a two-for-one Phantasm promo, enter-to-win contest. Phantasm now, let me, this, this is the last contest is very important. I'm not trying to hold this up. This is very important that everybody hears this. You will get flown to Arizona and get to meet the Michael McClain, a.k.a. bro. <laughs> and not only do you get to meet him, we're bringing a special guest. We're bringing Mommy's haircut and Colton there to serve you a meatball marinara. <laughs> Who are Mommy's haircut and Colton? A couple of people from the Phantasm past. You're going to get to meet both these exclusive guys. These guys don't go to the show and just get on rail to see the bands up close so they can check out dudes' dicks. They like to get up close so they can fart that marinara at you. <laughs> and that All thanks to breath. Michael McLean Subway, Route 74224, Tempe, Arizona. There you go. We want to thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you, we've brought you some joy to this holiday season. I know I'm in the spirit, and we hope you are too. And, uh, yeah. Thank you from the doctor and I. And, uh, happy holidays. And stay fucking gory.
My mama wanna know why I'm banging. She told me I'ma lose my life. I ain't tripping, I'ma cripping, I'ma do it right. Before I run from a nigga, I lose the fight. I gotta hustle. Mama, I'ma move the white. If I die and came back, I'd do it twice. Brainwashed by the block, it consume my life. Cool nigga, but a chiller when the mood is right. Bullets had a dog howling at the moon at night. Mama, it's cold outside, ain't no hope outside. Couple niggas getting money, most is broke outside. Rocks in the house, selling dope outside. Reminiscing on my niggas that got smoked outside. Suckers in the house when them lokes outside. Hustler gotta eat when them folks outside. Got a burner on my lap and I'm dipping in my pocket.